0: lawrence electronics and the california department of boating and waterways and now to bring you the best in the outdoors here's the host of california sportsman Seth hendrickson
1: i guess that means we're on the air it's california sportsman i want to thank you all for joining us today Live here in the studio, uh, it's a definitely, definitely different day when you put your headphones on sideways. In you got a studio.
2: backlash in your headphones. You know, it's, it's not the easiest thing. That was thing.
1: great. I have to get up from that chair, walk all the way over to this chair, and put on headphones and say good morning, everybody. You only work
3: two hours a week, and you're off to a bad start.
1: 25 years <laughs> and 40 weeks, you'd think I'd have this figured out by now.
3: That's right, folks. Hey, what, you what might show what now for you, show 1,330? 37 and he still can't get it right that many Saturdays I've donated to no you've taken a lot more of those off not
1: lately more than I have why don't I take next week off (laughs) Yeah. yeah really Oh, that would be perfect timing. Well, thanks for joining us, folks, and I'm glad I was able to join you, too, by putting on the headphones, turning on the mic, and learning how to talk all over again. As you know, it is a lot of rain out there. There's a lot coming down. We're very, very thankful for every drop of it except the one with a gust of wind today that moved my 11,000-pound truck over one lane. I can only imagine what some of these little electric vehicles are. Well, they're heavier. They probably hold to the ground a little bit better, but boy, I don't want to be one of those trucks that flip over on their side going down the freeway or a motorhome. So if you're out there heading someplace, be careful. It's windy. It's wet. There's standing water on the roads. I hydroplaned a couple of times coming in, but that's what those big old trucks from Ron Duprat Ford are all about. Well, I've got a different kind of morning here, a different kind of opening for you all today. It's a different look in the studio. Not to mention, we've got a Chris Verlade back at the board in here filling in for us, but... Got Kent Brown in the studio. Mr. Alan Fong's here from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores and Alan Fong Outdoors. Captain Mike Gravert here from Tennessee, Lake Chickamauga. Tell you what, I watched a video yesterday or day before yesterday. It said 100 plus fish, Chickamauga. And I went, boy, I got to take a look at this video. And I'm thinking, this is going to be really interesting. I'm talking to Gravert Saturday morning. I'll have a little bit of scoop to, to a knowledgeable. Do they got a nuclear plant on that lake of yours? What is I that can, big I tower? Can, I can
4: see a Sequoia nuclear power plant and Watts Bar power plant from my house.
1: I watched guys sitting 400 feet off of yep. that power plant uh, yeah. fishing a mound caught over 100 bass, three pounds or bigger, in five hours.
4: I've, I've fished that mound out in front of Sequoia before.
1: That is an amazing fishery right there. And the guy's going, oh, no, that's going to be a blue cat. You're off the, you're off the top. It's not going to be down there. You're, it's a blue cat. And sure enough, here comes a blue cat. I gotta tell you, Mike, you lost your accent. Did you do that on purpose because you're out here in California? You know we're gonna give you a crap if you sound like one of them well, old boys.
4: Well, you know, I, I do I, I do talk southern a little bit. Y'all. But but I've been with my daughter this week and she's like, Dad, you're not from the South. How long so do it I take you Kuchella. to say y'all? Y'all? Yeah.
1: Well, like I
4: like I told her, that's just you know, they, they already know that you're not from there. Like I'll get <laughs> I'll get where y'all from and I'm like, Oh, I'm from Fraser. That's the holler that I live in. And they're like, "No, no, where are you from?" And I'm like, "California." Well, no, no, no! <laughs> so you
3: and they all moved away from him on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> it,
4: it took a while for him to warm up to me, but uh, it, it, it's definitely home now. You're yeah.
3: lovable, Captain Mike.
4: Well, I'm just I'm just myself. Yeah, that's what I tell folks. I'm just myself.
1: Well, from intimidated sport fishing here in the Delta, chasing Delta stripers all over for hundreds of people, thousands of fish being caught. Now he's back there and he's turned into a bass fisherman. I'm so disappointed. Alan, what are we gonna That's do? That's what I
5: hear. He one told the, me about a bass boat. One of the guys that you
6: trained. You I'm brought so into proud this. of him.
1: He, he's going backwards. He's now going down that well, just like a toilet, swirling <laughs> around before he's gone.
3: No, he's uh, finally, finally stepped into the real world. That's pretty cool. He's got it's electronics, a, it's a big world. And lots of rods, and lots of baits, and all kinds of cool stuff.
5: Yeah, it's totally
1: different
4: game. You know, it, it's, I couldn't. He ring. told me about a bass boat. I did. I did definitely. <laughs> and uh, but right now it's all about crappie, so we're crappie fishing right How now. How big
1: are your crappie back there? Because we got uh, some pigs you, coming in out uh, here. Yeah,
4: you, you know they got to be uh, they got to be where they got to be there. Mm, Fifteen inches, I think they got to yeah. be there in Tennessee. It's like that in Texas. And so yeah, I mean it's a Ouch. pretty good crappie. Those are like swipers, it's, man. And, and we go after what's called the uh, Tennessee River crappie, which are going to be your more bigger crappie because they live on the river instead of the cricks
1: so they're going to go two and a half three pounds or bigger
4: yeah two and a half i mean you know you get folks that say oh yeah we're getting three pounders like "Uh, a three pound crappie is a big big crappie it's a big Big, crappie so what about sauger
3: you got into sauger back there uh, yet we got
4: got sauger we got drum sauger is just a walleye
3: you want to knock the sides off of those
4: right and don't put your don't put your fingers don't put your fingers in their mouth they got teeth don't thumb them they got Uh -uh. teeth yeah you can't Uh -uh. thumb them so yeah, I've done some uh, I've done some bow I've done some uh, boat bow fishing out yeah. there at nighttime around the Cypress. You noodled yet? Or you talk uh, my buddy my good buddy's a noodler, <laughs> uh, Cody Buell. If you want to check out his YouTube channel. How about Cody alligator Buell. gar. Uh, we have we have uh, I don't think we have alligator gar. We got the other gar, the needle nose gar. I think it's yeah. called needle nose gar. Either one, I'm we,
1: stinky and runners. Have, we have
4: the needle nose gar, but uh, yeah, uh, drum big drum. Um, just, uh, bluegill shell crackers. I mean, some of the biggest shell cracker you ever want to catch. You got stripers there too. Uh, we got stripers. Uh, I've caught a few stripers, um, right, right around the corner from the house. We got the Richland Creek and it's got a lot of springs in it. Uh-huh. And so we've been target I target them with live bait, uh, in the summertime. Again, I haven't been out fishing a whole lot since I've been there. And everybody's but but like,
1: you're having a lot of fun working in the tackle shop. I, I have a blast Your Mike in checks in with us. He sends us notes, a text during the we show. We know he's stuff? out there.
3: He's playing the show in the Tennessee tackle shop. I do. Just, I do. wonder Justin, why they know he's from California. I do.
1: Justin Lucas <laughs> just left,
4: said, say hi to Maryland. Yeah, Skeet was <laughs> having cheeseburgers here. Skeet and, was having and, cheeseburgers. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's definitely home now. I miss all y'all out here, um, you know. Yeah, I'll catch good, that. It's y'all. Back after y'all. Well, actually, this is all y'all right now. Yeah. Because there's more than two. All y'all. There's a so difference. It's all, it's all y'all. So, yeah, you'd be all y'all. There's
3: Ewan's <laughs> and all y'alls.
4: And y'all too.
1: Hey, I was born and in Texarkana, two. Arkansas. I know all about yeah. this slang. My family comes from Appalachia. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go.
4: And then if you, if you don't hear what somebody says, you say, do what? do what? <laughs> you know, or. Or what do I can't tell you. Here we are talking fishing. <laughs> I, amazing
1: oh. thing. We went back there as kids. You know, every summer we were back there, and, and it's you guys. Hey, you guys want to go do this? And they're looking this. you guys. Right. Yeah. We're girls. Yeah. You guys.
3: <laughs> well, where where he lives? I, and I love that part of the country, and I've obviously working for Triton for so many years. Spent a lot of time. They're based out of Nashville uh, early on. You know, now they're now they're over in Arkansas, but so I spent a lot of time back in Tennessee and. Putting on the Triton owners tournaments at Kentucky Lake and and just Paris Tennessee and all that area, it's a wonderful place to it's, go. And if beautiful. you're a fisherman,
1: man, beautiful it's country. so cool. it beautiful country. It is beautiful country. It's just
4: uh, your yeah, lakes yeah, are all
1: full. I'm, uncertain certain up into the trees. I was
4: I was telling Kent that we can do an eight foot overnight drop. We'll, well, it'll go up and down over eight foot. Um, I got watch bar above me. So confulsive. <laughs> I got watch bar above me. Then I'm on Chickamauga, and then below that is Pickwick, and then uh, Gunnersville. So you can actually, I could actually get in my boat and drive over to Gunnersville if I wanted to. So just Kentucky Lake's a, up can, above. Uh, Kentucky Lake, I think it's below. It's below. Okay. I think it's below us.
3: I mean, there's so but, many of them on the Tennessee River. That, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, yeah. it's just it's. And,
4: and I haven't been to you know I've just I fish out of the backyard which is the Tennessee River. And haven't done a whole lot, but I am going to get out and do a a little bit more fishing on on different lakes that are...
3: By our our buddies, uh, Matt Allen.
4: Yeah, Matt Allen. Tim lives right across the creek. Tim Little. um, I get to work the Classic this year up in Knoxville, so come see me at the Classic. Um, I'll be in the real deal tackle booth at the classic, um, uh, I'm player and... now. Listen to be Yeah. This. He's yeah, going to yeah he's... Tournaments here. Pretty I, soon. Yeah, <laughs> I belong to, I belong to the cell Creek bass tournament. It's going to be my first year of oh, tournament. Edition, and... How far
1: is the elite what series? He's going to, to have oh, a Jersey. Yeah, he's no, going to no, have man. a Jersey
4: Alan. I got too big of a belly for a Jersey. He's yeah. going to be a Jersey boy. Oh no. They make him in three X. Shut up. Um, yeah, man. So it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely home. And, um, you know, I I actually gave up my captain's license. I let it I let it pass and lapse, and so guiding is not in my. So you're future. no longer Captain Mike. No, I do go by Captain Mike back there still, which is really good because there's only one. No Michael, place to be a well, captain. Well, there's only one Michael Neal. Right. He owns the tackle shop, and then his daddy's the sheriff, so he's Michael. So they made me Captain Mike. So. Um, yeah, just enjoying retirement, working part time, fishing when I can.
1: Well, I'm glad you got the chainsaw back so you could cut. And I'm going to of the the cla- cla- I'm gonna get to see him at the classic I'm
3: going to get to see him at the classic. Yeah, we're going to hang out the classic.
4: We're
1: going to hang out the classic. Well, right. it's great having you visit out here. It's nice to have you live here in the studio. And Alan was so thrilled that you were coming. I'm, he decided to, to, you to, you to join us two weeks yeah, in a row. Here. That's yeah.
4: awesome, dude i miss you guys but bass fishing i still can't believe it (laughs) i say the same thing for bass around here (laughs) i know i said the
3: same thing to you when you told me about kokanee
4: i mean i mean i've caught i've caught my first chatterbait fish or vibrating jig fish we like to call them thunder crickets where i come uh, from we got the thunder cricket uh uh, my first spinnerbait fish um what else have i caught them on uh swim jig Oh, yeah. well, first this of all, it's really like to...
5: weird because he never bass fish here. Never, know. you know what I mean? Uh-uh.
3: Only yeah. by accident on yeah. a live bait drifting right. for stripers, right? Yeah, it's weird. Right. Yeah, you grew up in the best bass fishing in the country, and now you had to move to Tennessee to find yeah, out right,
4: about it. Right. But I, I, I mean, I was thinking of Alan here earlier that he loves all his fishing and his hunting. Yeah, you know, you can get five deers in my neighborhood. You yeah. three with a truck years. two with a rifle know. you can get the you can get the <laughs> sa- fire you can get the sandhill yep. sand cranes yeah i know uh, literally in my backyard they shoot them poor little one things the, all one the time one of the
1: best eating birds flying yeah there. the, the rib- best the eating flying. of
4: the sky yeah, uh, yeah. Your, your duck hunting is right here yeah. in my backyard the deer hunting the the coyotes i mean it's uh i mean people hunt and fish out here but out there that's what they do
3: and when all else you fails know? you can swat the bugs off your you know porch
4: how's the weather <laughs> the weather the weather can be a little warm in the summertime but we definitely have a solid four seasons back there. And, and it's not warm. that bad. Humid, it, kind of humid, humidity. But the humidity, not, but, but, but yeah. the humidity yeah. isn't as bad. No, it'll just kill you. And, yeah. it, you know that's what folks said, and it, it's not that bad. If you really if you not. need
1: a respirator now, you're going to need someone it's to really help not. you breathe it's later. Well, really there's better. humid, well, kind of humid,
3: really humid. And damn, I got to take another shower. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Captain, it's nice having you visit us here in Man, the studio. We're you glad you wanted to. Nah, we're just glad you wanted to stop in, visit with us for a while, and say a little hi to all our listeners out there. We appreciate you, and it's a great thing that you're going to be coming over to the ISE show. You'll yeah, meet a lot of your former uh, customers uh, and friends if, out there. If y'all
4: are listening, I, I'm going to be at the ISE show just like the people that used to come see me, and I just want to go out there and, and run into folks and actually get to do what we're doing right now and just let's talk fishing. and. And hang out together. So and I'm going to be there two days in a row, Thursday and Friday.
1: If you've seen him on the internet, the beard is gone, so he looks yes. like the real Alan's guy got all over, over
4: again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Alan looks
1: okay. He's got that Fu Manchu thing that going. Thing on was, that there. thing
4: was bad that I had grown.
1: Bad. That was bad. What's the guy's name that uh, always has the iced tea with him in the Robinson family? The old uncle with the glasses. <laughs> <was bad>. that's, <laughs> what, uncle si. that's what. That's what. Oh yeah, Uncle Side. You had sized beard, it was bud. Bad. Uncle <laughs> Captain.
4: It was bad.
1: Anyway, you know what, folks? We're going to bring you California Sportsman I this morning. We're going to take oh, a quick oh. break right now. And we're joined, as I said, in the studio with Alan Fong, Mike Graver, Kent Brown. We're going to have a great pre-ISC show and share a lot of great information for you. We'll be right back after this quick break. Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventure hooks up with us next. prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford in Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at
7: 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort and great fishability. And Godfisher Marine in Dixon is your, your heavy gauge, gauge aluminum, aluminum boat headquarters. headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine and Dixon, GFMarine.com, or KingfisherBoats.com.
8: And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson.
1: Hey, we're back in uh, the big ISE show. The International Sportsman's Expo comes next weekend. Well, actually, Thursday, the 19th, it kicks open on Thursday morning. It'll be a barn burner. You can bet on it. Thursday and Friday are usually very busy days. The weekend gets a little crazy. But you know what's happening? The weather is clearing up in plenty of time. We're going to get good breaks, good weather. Low chances of showers and great chances of sun, so it's on its way. You're going to have a clear-up by the end of this week, and I would say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are going to be pretty decent days. A slight chances of some showers and stuff, but perfect weather for the International Sportsman's Expo. Your lawn's going to be too wet. The weeds are going to be too wet. You can't go out mow. You can't go out and do that. You can't paint. Let's see. What else does a wife have on a list? Mow the lawn. You don't want to do that either. So just kick back and uh, attend the ISC show. Bring the whole family because I guarantee you there's something for everybody there. One of the guys that's going to be there is our next guest. We're hooking up right now with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas right now. Good morning, Zach.
9: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you?
1: We are doing outstanding. We're almost uh, ready to open up the show here in the studio. (laughs) We're getting it together this morning a little slow. Hey, Zach, it's big, important event coming up with the International Sportsman's Expo. You're one of the speakers on sturgeon fishing. What kind of topics are you going to be covering in your seminar? And I know you usually have Virginia right along there with you, your co captain, and you're passing out a few freebies along the way.
9: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to cover uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, kind of tips and tactics on uh, sturgeon fishing. Um, we're also going to do a lot of uh, talking about, you know, their whole life cycle. You know, it's always cool to, learn about the uh, things that you fish for. So we'll be covering that. And as far as, like, the giveaways, yeah, she does a great job. Every year she shakes down Yeti, uh, Costa, Seeker, Accurate Reels, Grundon. Um, And all you have to do is just attend the seminars to win. So, yeah, I can't wait.
1: Well, Zach, uh, sturgeon fishing is one of those things that uh, is quite controversial right now. There's a lot of people talking about it, and there was a big Wildlife Resource Committee meeting uh, yesterday or Thursday where a lot of this was discussed about the uh, take of sturgeon and the management of sturgeon what was your takeaway from that meeting
9: you know i think that they're just looking at uh you know how to not only sustain the population but some tools that we could maybe implement for growth i think a lot of times um you know and, and have good reason to But fishermen get real worried you know when they talk about regulation changes and stuff like that but sometimes we need that kind of stuff for growth, you know, maybe developing different uh, modeling tools so we can kind of grow this population and have it be better than it's ever been. It's not always just a, uh, you know, if they're going to take something for us. It's a good time to have dialogue. It's a good time to think about things that, you know, it'd make your favorite fishery better. So I'm actually uh, excited about the opportunity to see what we can do to make this thing better, and uh, we'll see what comes of it.
1: Well, there was quite a, uh, some action going on at the meeting. A lot of people expressed their opinions about it. Uh, I don't know if anybody stepped up and said we need to close it, which is probably uh, going right off the other side of the deep end. But uh, I think what I heard in the meetings and the information that was passed on to me was it looks like they want to better manage the sturgeon not to take it away not to eliminate it as a source for everybody but try to multiple source utilization has been kind of recommended to him but it all starts with accuracy in numbers doesn't it
9: yeah no you've got to have uh, good data and that's that's why we've uh, started working with the department of fish and wildlife and uh, and that was something again that I looked outside. You know, we've got fisheries for white sturgeon in the Fraser River, uh, British Columbia. We've got them in the Columbia River, I mean, uh, Columbia River here in Oregon. And um, you got to look at some of their management. If Seth, if you, if you and I owned a cafe and we got good food, but boy, the three cafes down the street got the line out the door, we need to kind of look what they're doing. And so that's, that's kind of what I did with the whole tagging program. Some of the places like the Fraser River, they have their guides involved. And they do a lot of tagging uh, for population data, and um, that was a (laughs) that's a very difficult thing to do. They've never done that uh, in California, where they involved uh, captains. Yeah, they turn
1: the responsibility of that over to a charter captain out there on the water.
9: Right, and so yeah, we're 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 working with that, and we're hoping that they can extend that opportunity. Uh, to the other captains out there you know yeah, if as a matter of
1: fact I, I got an email uh just yesterday from another captain asking do you feel that we should all get involved in in this program and start reporting absolutely i think the more right. that the hands-on guys that are out there in the trenches every single day can supply information to them i think that is the way to go proper tagging procedures recording fish recording your let goes all of that has to be done with accuracy and that's probably a good fresh starting point because i i know what's been going on for years we're using a wag theory formula that is based on a test from the bay dragging nets counting fish and seeing what we have in the same spot for the last i'm not sure 30 40 50 years possibly well that's fine but our bay has changed our delta has changed the water's changed and the drought certainly promoted a lot of those things being changed the sturgeon fishery is a fabulous fishery in california it can still be a great fishery as it stands right now and they can do even more with it if they care to and i think that's that's kind of the that's kind of the direction it sounds to me like the captains wanted to go that uh, a lot of the guys think yeah we're putting some hurt on them but a lot of guys are saying there's plenty of fish there's no problem and that may be true too but I don't think there's enough solid information base and in numbers to move forward by doing drastic decisions. I think a gradual progression into maybe some more big large sturgeon available catch and release only, maybe a little adjustment to the keepings the keep range, you know, the slot limit size and more appreciation for the fish during the spawning period might be what we need. I don't know, I'm not an expert, but that's why there's biologists at fishing game And guys like Jay Rowan working at the department, all heading this in, the hopefully, the right direction. But it all starts with one thing that I've got here, and it is a big reminder to anglers to please submit your sturgeon report cards by January 31st. Without that information, they can't get a solid understanding of what's going on out there. It's so important to have this information accurately recorded, honestly recorded, that that's the starting point that everyone needs to deal with if they intend to improve the fishery without shutting it down. And God knows I am not in favor of shutting a fishery down for that. What are your feelings, Zach? That's right.
9: Yeah, that's right. You know, a lot of, You know, a lot of times when I talk to people, they, you know, we fish catch and release on our boat and they think that, you know, that, man, Zach, you want to see it to be 100% catch and release. And I said, I always tell them no. You know, I think if you have a healthy fishery, you should allow for some of the guys that Absolutely. want to keep some fish and, and uh you know if you catch and release them as well um and our department you know i don't i know years ago Seth, they would talk about them you know maybe just fishing in the same areas with their debts and stuff and of course season by season fish patterns change but i'll tell you what i mean that's i don't know how many years it's been going like this but they do a great job of moving that around they're all over the susun bay i hear i talk to captains that tell me that you know hey i see them they're here they're there i'm like you know what man that's a university boat that's not you're not seeing the guys that are actually doing the NET program. I mean, they've yeah. covered all over the Sassoon Bay. They've done a great job. And uh, it's kind of a new new group of guys that are got that uh, project, and they're doing fantastic, you know. So they're, they are building some really good data. They got a lot of data off of us uh, last year. And like you said, you know, people need to take the time to contribute to the science, you know. You don't – you know, it's all set up for a reason, you know. And if you don't contribute to it, you know, you can't have anyone to blame but yourself, you know.
1: Well, I, I'm sure it'll be a point of discussion of a lot of folks out there. Nobody's looking to shut this fishery down. There's no question about that. It is, right. a, is, a, is a strong, viable fishery, and it can be even better. I think that's probably what we're, all, ta- what we're all talking about out there. Well, Zach's going to be yeah. doing seminars at the International Sportsman's Expo. He'll be there Thursday at 4 o'clock. And when's your next time as I scroll down? Oh, 12 o'clock Saturday morning. You got the first one Saturday with you and your co-captain, Virginia Salvador, both out there, leading you right on down the path, folks, to catching more sturgeon, and that's what it's all about, going out, enjoying the experience, having that experience, taking the photos, keeping what you need, and letting everything else go back. Zach, I want to thank you for hooking up with us, but before you go, let them know the phone number and all the information and where you're going to be at the show so they can find you.
9: Yeah, we'll be in booth thirty thirty one, which is pretty close to the Sportsman Theater, right next to uh, Seeker Rods, and it's a great time. You know, come to the show, and we'll be giving you know fantastic show to discount pricing on charters. Uh, it's a great time to book your charters, whether it's saltwater or for sturgeon uh, this year only, um, and possibly next year as well. We also have Gatecrasher Series rods done by Seeker, and uh, those are really nice. They're custom designed just for our area. So come check those out. We have merchandise. We have local merchandise with fish that we actually catch, not you know, <laughs> tarpon from Florida. You want to get some cool fish swag from your area, we got you covered. Come grab some of that as well. And um, yeah, 3031, stop by and see us. Zach Medevas
1: with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures. Give him that phone number one time, real quick.
9: Absolutely. Uh, you can get a hold of us at 925-497-7171. You can also get a hold of us at GateCrasherFishing.com. And uh, social media, Instagram and uh, Facebook, same thing, Gatecrasher Fishing.
1: You got it, partner. Have a great one, and I will see you at the show.
9: Perfect. See you then. Thank uh, you.
1: Zach Medinas with Gate Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures. Busy place, busy discussion, let me tell you. I got uh, some people, oh, we can't close down the fishery. And other people are going, we need to close it. And I'm going, no, we don't need to close it. We need to keep these fisheries viable. It's too hard to reopen them. Absolutely. We can't have them closed. I, I mean, you can regulate
3: it, but, man, you—if as soon as you close them, you'll never get them back. Remember salmon fishing
1: on the feather early in the spring? Don't do that
3: anymore, do we?
5: No, they don't. You, you know, our fisheries, we have some one of the best fisheries around in the country. And, I don't know, some of these rules, you know, we try to preserve it, and we want to keep that fishery alive for our kids and grandkids. And, you know, so let's just take care of it.
1: Absolutely, and you know it starts with the fishermen. It absolutely does. It's the decision made by those fishermen. Number one, whether they want to keep the fish, whether they want to catch the fish, and the number two, and it's just as damning, not sending in your report on how many I released that were undersized or how many I kept. You're not. You're becoming part of the problem instead of part of a solution by
3: doing that. Well, and 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 Sep, I mean, I think the one thing we overlook is is the anglers are better than they ever were. Yes, and they have and catching they have they have and techniques and equipment and they're better than they ever were. So yeah. they're finding fish that used to not get found and they're catching fish that used to not get caught and you know yeah. so i mean that that changes how things need to be regulated. Well i see what goes
1: on up at Bonneville. You know, i know a lot of friends that have spent a fortune going up there to catch a 8 10 12 foot sturgeon. Right. Just take a picture of it in the water and let it go and they're talking about that being the thrill of their life yeah I mean, we can do it down here every day. Yeah. It's a regular thing for us being able to get sturgeon, but it's the thrill Not of those, those big, kind of it's fish. the thrill of the big ones that really make things happen, and we're already in catch and release on oversized or big fish. so the more of those we can develop into the system and that's just more fun. you know the difference between us and the people.
3: Columbia River. What's that? Columbia River always has water. Yeah. Okay. That's
1: one of the biggest issues around it here. It is. Is our water. Well, let yeah. me tell you, we got water this year. I don't know yet about next year, but we got it for this year. Well, we appreciate everything Zach had to say, and, and additionally, what you guys had to share on that. But let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, it's time for RVs and destinations, and then we're going to find out all about Pyramid Lake from J.D. Ritchie. It's back on again. I know it'll be good after the storm.
0: Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com.
10: Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish.
7: Morantz is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS live series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition. Morantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter. More targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance.
11: Lowrance has it all.
7: Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you.
1: California's largest sportsman's expo is back, January 19th at Cal Expo. Get to your next adventure in style. You'll find the best selection of boats, ATVs, campers, and accessories, all at special prices. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com.
7: It's time for RVing and Destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hi, everybody. I've got some great ideas for your security.
1: And peace of mind when you're out RVing or camping or traveling in the outdoors. You know, every newbie must have certain things. There's no question about it. Some of them are inexpensive. Some of them are very expensive. But there's things called uh, glamorous camping things, better known as glamping, that allow RVers to have some security and peace of mind and that's a great way to start off on your RVing vacations. Check this out. Did you know that all RV door locks are usually keyed similar with just a very few varieties in the key codes? That's right. All the door locks, all the dead bolts, and even all your exterior lower storage space around the bottom. I could tell you my key number right now and it would be the same as yours. We can open up our neighbors. They can open up you. Lowlifes can open those doors anytime they want because they've got the key too. There's a company out there that sells a lot of stuff. But first, if you don't believe me, check out your keys and check out a key of your friends out there that's got an RV. And see if you can't open up each other's storage units and maybe even their doors. Not a good feeling when you leave your RV behind with a dog or a cat or something in it. Wouldn't be a very good idea. Well, for security and peace of mind, here's another one for you. You might want to check out rvlock.com. That's right, these guys make a, a push-button lock that replaces your entire door lock. I don't have any idea how much it costs. I just know I've got an electric bike in there that I want to protect, and I'm sure you've got something, too. RVLock.com, you can order it over the internet. It's simple to install. Comes with a fob, no less. You can push a button, it unlocks your RV door for you. And the second item that is becoming more and more a necessity with everything going on in our wonderful world these days is a security camera. And I know big systems, are expensive, and my God, imagine them in an RV. Well, there's a company out there called RioLink. And they've got a solar and battery-powered unit with a 13-foot cord with a security camera on it with memory card. It loop records. It has motion detectors on it, so it picks up whenever anything's close by to your vehicle. And it can be used indoor outdoors, wherever you want to keep an eye on things. And you can move it back and forth. And it sends you a text message or an email whenever you have somebody real close. And that's just two glamping newbie ideas that you might want to think about. Change your RV locks over. That new company RVlock.com's got the answer there. And I think RioLink R-E-O-L-I-N-K, has got the security camera system that you'll definitely enjoy. Take care and be safe out there while you're camping.
7: further manteca trailer and motorhome catering to sportsmen around the west
12: we're not the biggest we're the nicest the bob davis people at
4: manteca trailer and motorhome
8: and now more california sportsmen with Seth hendrickson
1: hey we're back in the studio and we're all running around here in anticipation of the international sportsman's expo coming up Starting the 19th, going through the 22nd, opens up on Thursday. You'll definitely want to be there. And I'll tell you what, every time Kent and I hear about Pyramid Lake picking up, it seems like we've always got something that's going to hold us back. So let's go to the man
3: himself. I'm not sure he wants us back.
1: Oh, he wants (laughs) us back. We have to redeem
3: ourselves we out there. We completely brought Pyramid Lake to a screeching halt. We, we, applied, <laughs> we
1: applied the brakes as firm as they could be. It's can not put JD's
3: on. fault. Trust me. It was the guys he had with him.
1: Joining us right now is the man himself from Fish with JD Richie. JD Richie joins us live. Well, guy, Pyramid's turning back on, huh?
6: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much since you left. <laughs> <laughs> Next day. Well, actually in your defense it uh it you know we were i think that was the 23rd of october or something that uh you know we had that big windstorm right before that that killed everything and, and day it, of infamy it, mm-hmm. yeah it was it was tough for about 10 days after that and then once it got cold everything kind of changed and went into winter pattern that's that's where we've been. We've got water temps that are about forty-five degrees. We've had a lot of wind, some snow, some rain, some more wind, you know, some more snow. It's been, it's been kind of crazy, but uh, the fishing has been steady. Um, lots of nice big fish around, and uh, the fish are all real tight to the banks. You know, so we're we're getting them, trolling real shallow, and then the guys standing on the ladders are throwing spoons and and stripping leeches and fishing the uh, little midges under indicators and a lot of good fishing going on right now if you can get out now the boat ramp is a mess the we had some big winds as you can imagine with all these storms and uh there's some days where the the two ramps were laying uh parallel to the shore Uh, (laughs) makes it easy not really yeah not really usable and now we're down to one ramp and the the issue right now is we have a lot of south wind and that makes that boat ramp which is just exposed to all that weather uh, just get hammered so be careful if you come up launching and and just pay attention to the weather and uh, but uh, you can definitely catch some nice fish right now hey are you catching
3: any on that care package i left you Uh, a little bit yeah all right
6: yeah yeah yeah, for sure
3: jd what's the
1: uh, typical size of the fish you're getting into and what's your biggie for lately
6: uh the biggest one this week was 16 or 15 pounds of a nice nice fish. Um the you yeah, know they're kind of the that average fish of you know cookie cutter 6 7 pounders, you know. Um we've also seen interestingly enough some some smaller ones this week. I don't know where they came from because and by smaller they're still you know bigger than most trout, but you know a couple couple 3 pounds. Uh but here. Here it feels like you should put a hook in their nose and drop them back down. Exactly. <laughs> dropping um, baits
1: out there, that size.
6: Yep, man, there's no live baits. I'm just kidding, everyone. But um, <laughs> um, the, uh, the the little smaller ones, because I always think about, well, these things have to be small at one point. Where, where do they go? And so uh, I guess seeing a few small ones is actually a good sign that there's, you know. <laughs> Some uh, some more up and comings out there, but
1: uh, oh, they've got a great hatchery program there. They have uh, turned that lake into a sometimes great fishery to a world class fishery.
6: Yeah, I, I think about we've got the tenth largest economy in the state of California, and we can't uh, keep our fisheries going. And then uh, over here, you got uh, like five native uh, guys <laughs> that have a, essentially a doughboy swimming pool for a hatchery and and kick butt, you know something to be learned there i think
1: well private industry usually usually
6: always
1: does a better job than the government does there's no doubt about that yeah,
6: not as many layers to deal with here there's so. many
1: people to be paid along the way that's for sure well jd yep, so. I, I hesitate to even ask about tahoe i understand you've had about 13 feet of snow and everything else going over there what's the status of fishing there and when can you get back on the water
6: uh, yeah <laughs> lord knows on that one um it's you know the the, the boat ramps aren't even plowed uh, you, i guess next week maybe we're supposed to get a break so maybe maybe they'll kind of catch up right now you wouldn't want to try to tow a boat around there anyway it's, it's a mess you know they're starting to get tunnels for roads you know or or uh at least uh you know walls on either side and and um it's just yeah it's it's not worth doing yet but Um, i'm sure the mackinaw fishing is good if you could get out it just i don't think anybody's really been getting now there's been a lot of snow blowing
1: yeah let a little of the snow melt for a while before you head up there to uh, go out on a fishing trip
3: you know mickey daniels is up there calling you a sissy right no totally (laughs) (laughs)
1: wait a minute mickey daniels was out there in a 47 foot boat
3: (laughs) come on jd Quit being yeah. a
1: sissy. Yeah, <laughs> if you had a 47-foot well, boat on Tahoe right now or Pyramid Lake, you'd be living on it and probably it, not even guiding it. You'd be okay. Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> Captain J.D.
1: Ritchie, he's all over the place. J.D., give them all the hookup information they can find on you, and uh, hopefully they'll get out there and book a trip and catch some of those beautiful monster cutthroat at
6: Pyramid. Yeah, you bet. You can get a hold of me online at thesportfisher.com. Get a hold of me on the phone, 530-307-9817. And then on all the good social media stuff, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. uh, It's at Fish with J.D.
1: J.D., I got some advice for you. Stoke the wood stove, my friend. Get it warm in there. You're going to need it.
3: Hey, if fishing's that good, I think Sep and I will come up and bring a
6: camera crew with us. Oh, yeah, that'll kill the fight.
3: That's the kiss of death.
6: It's like my old baseball coach used to say, hey, Richie, grab a bat and kill this rally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We already did that in our trip in October. Take care, my friend, and thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right, guys, thanks. See you, Richie. Great guy and a great guide at the same time. Well, our next guest is sitting live in the studio. It's Alan Fong joins us from Alan Fong Outdoors. Alan, I was watching your video on YouTube that came out this week, and i got to compliment you again, and I know I do this almost every week. You are getting better weekly. You are so casual now sitting there in your (laughs) office telling everybody about the action going on. Yeah, you know, with all
5: this crazy weather, you know, I'm – older now so i'm not out in that rainstorm i'm a little smarter i think
1: yeah the the rain gear belongs on teenagers and those under (laughs) 30 now you know i sent a
3: buddy of mine with a really good set of my rain gear because he was going to the 49er game today right and he didn't have good rain gear like we use fishing and he says you're gonna need this back you fishing i'm like no that's good. <laughs> yeah don't yeah, hurry
5: yeah when you get a little gray hair on your head you start getting a little smarter you don't have a little gray hair you gotta be smart as hell <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's a genius yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah look in the mirror you? yeah i know you'll be coking and hey, fishing pretty soon mine,
1: <laughs> mine's just gray our mind's just gone it's not gray yeah, except would have been tickled with gray <laughs> yeah. no kidding Well, Alan, uh, stripers is going to be your topic that we've got uh, you set up for in the California Sportsman's Theater. You're doing two seminars there on Thursday and on Friday. He's got a great seminar going on. But uh, learning from Alan is kind of a how-to right down the line. How to do this, how to do that. you got to make sure you do this. And i got to tell you, my little philosophy on fishing is if you want to catch more fish, do everything right at the same time. And that's the clue.
5: There's so much to fishing, you know. I've been being a little more honest, more open, you know, than I used to be. You know, (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just because I'm just getting older. But, you know, when I'm doing these seminars a little bit, I think back, you know, when I first was learning. And there's a lot to it, you know, like especially these big stripers, you know, I study what they eat. And basically, if you go to where the food is, you're going to catch some fish. Yeah,
1: they're there at the so, store. They're looking for the grocery yeah. store. They it's, want to get in line. It's pretty simple.
5: You know, if you really think about it, it's pretty simple. Having the right tools and everything. And, you know, when I do these seminars, I'm going to break it down and show you. And you know, I'll be on the theater. I told these guys I only wanted to do a couple of days, and they got me down for four. Oh,
1: <laughs> I
3: thought you meant a couple a day.
5: <laughs> a couple of day. I thought we sports. did
3: cut you they back by understand. having one a day. <laughs>
5: So they got me in the theater and on the tank.
3: Yeah, you're going to be on the tank uh, primetime, man. You're going to be Saturday. I am going to clog that corner. I've got Nick, the informative fisherman, at 3.30. He always brings a big crowd. And I've got Alan Fong at 4.30. So uh, that'll be kind of cool. Uh, See, I put Alan after Nick because there's no way Nick... We'll run into Alan's time, yeah. you know, because Alan Allen will cut him, and uh, so and then eleven thirty on not Sunday. Not talking
1: about cut off his mic. We're no, no, him. he'll cut him. He'll cut him if he goes into his time. We're talking about time. Stockton just, cutting. Just
3: remember that, Nick, and you are from Stockton. <laughs> That's dude. So, why, you, Yeah, He's close along. range. He's close range, but I mean, how cool is that to have Nick and Alan back to back on the demo tank? That's always fun, and and then he's going to be eleven thirty on Sunday. Kind quality
1: of quality speakers, quality knowledge, sharing it with everybody out there. And, you know, Alan's got a lot of other stuff going on. He'll be working at the Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore booth there. They do every single year. Yeah. They set up a huge retail store in there. I don't know how many square we feet. Got,
5: we, we're we big over there. We have a lot of space, and we got to fill it. So, you know, we're going to have a lot of great specials. And a lot of them, they don't even tell any of us at the store because they don't want us to. You know, relate with the customers. So Well, I want to
1: tell the customer because they'll start. Well, can I get that now instead of next week yeah, when the sale goes just on? A lot of half those. So. Oh, well, there's a bunch of them going on. Yozuri Hybrid, buy two get one free. The coolest thing is the Lawrence. You buy an HDS12 yeah. marked down to 19.99, and you can get yourself a transducer for 200 bucks. There's all kinds yeah, of combination deals. There you, you
5: get these nice Sims jacket with Lawrence and. Warehouse printed all over them. They're really nice, and um, it, no, you have to buy a unit before you get one set.
1: No, so oh, oh, okay. You well, got to
5: know somebody way up on the food chain. Yeah, I'll call my friend <laughs> Wayne when I get out of here. <laughs> he's uh, he's
1: pretty high up that food chain. They got I, they got an ISE special: the Fisherman's Warehouse jacket with the purchase of any Lawrence HDS Live, HDS Pro, or Ghost Motor. And not to mention, you start getting into jigs and lures and everything else. My God, buy three get one free, buy four get one free. Just one after another with nonstop deals going here. Rods, reels, Okuma jackets. You got even this free four-pack of Drift Series tackle tray with the purchase of any Evolution tackle box. There, yeah. you've got manufacturers there from that you're surrounded by the manufacturers' yes, booths. The products are all being sold right there in the show you'll have some of the new stuff for 2023 showing up. Yep. All the latest and greatest is going to be there. Not to mention, you'll be able to listen to the seminars and get exactly the information you need.
5: Yes, there's going to be these next four days of that show. There's a lot of information out there, a lot of good deals, so and I think it's going to be crazy busy this year because of COVID, you know, being the past year where you have to test to get in and all that. You yeah, know, there's so.
1: no restrictions this year. There's <laughs> nope. no masks being worn. There's nope. no show your card for your shots and any of that. Nope. It's all just totally free. And just to like to remind you all, that was the state that was putting that it on yeah. last year. It's not the ISE folks. They yeah. don't want that going on. And all the
5: vendors are going to show up. You know, it's going to be a fantastic
1: show. Well, we're all looking forward to getting outdoors. And, you know, the rains have really put a lid on us. I haven't been able to go fishing for almost a month now. We've had about 20 days in a row of rain. And I take the boat back over on Tuesday, which I'm sure you'll be hooking up to your truck and taking to the show. <laughs> so I'll be hooking a bunch of them up on on Monday. It's uh, perfect timing for good weather and the show yeah. for us. We are all kind of locked up. We've had enough of this cabin fever type attitude right now. It's time to get back out there and have some fun. What better way to start off with the International Sportsman's Expo? Yep, it's gonna be fun. Well, Alan, let's before we go, let's tell them again about uh, Alan Fong Outdoors on the YouTube channel. You're taking a break for a couple of weeks on the videos that you're posting on Mondays, but.
5: Yeah, I do the report, you know, and like I said, these reports are up to date, you know, so, you know, whatever I tell you, you can go out there and use it. And um, we're switching to Thursdays, so we'll be having the learning video on Mondays and Thursdays. There's a lot of work doing these things. <laughs> <laughs> You're I think I'm going backwards. <laughs> You're making it
1: easier on yourself for you, though. Yeah. Sitting there in your just office fine. doing your report. I like
5: doing them. I like helping people.
1: Well, And we appreciate you coming into the studio, not just to visit Mr. Graver, but to share with everybody else. Yep. We appreciate Glad it. Glad to be here. And his new honesty that he's admitted to. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he goes home and says, I probably shouldn't have said that. He wasn't that <laughs> honest when he was fishing t- t- in a oh, bass no, town. No, no, I promise you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kent, come right over here. You yeah, can have uh-huh. this spot. Mm-hmm, I, I'm sure, yeah. I, I've i knocked him out. I'm going to move to another one. Yeah, you can I'll, give, have you, this I'll spot. give you this spot. <laughs> well, that's just the way it yeah, works it in It goes best.
5: back. I mean, Kent, I remember when he was a little kid. I mean, yeah. just a little youngster.
3: We go back a ways.
13: Yeah.
5: And when I tell you it's it. my
3: 35th year of speaking consecutively the, at the ISE show, it makes us both feel old. <laughs>
1: Don't go there. I know. <laughs> Alan Fong with Fisherman's Warehouse, Megastores, and Alan Fong Outdoors. You want to make sure you get a subscription to his YouTube channel. It's all free. Just click on it, and it'll be there for you when you show up, along with all your other subscriptions to YouTube. It's what I do every week. As soon as I see it, I click on like <laughs> because I know it makes him more points. And I want you to subscribe. (laughs) Subscribe. Come on, get signed up for him. He's at 6,700. We're trying to get him over 10 here, real quick. Go to Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube channel and hit a subscribe on it. Watch it for a couple of days, and you'll be hooked just like everybody else. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Mike Ogney joins us with some great information on saltwater angling opportunities and our coastal steelhead. Right after this quick break.
7: fishkevinbrock.com has an entire line of fish catching products from stripers salmon, steelhead, bass trout and more and you'll see them first at the ISE show in January it's a huge display with the full line of products direct sell at special show prices for stripers which are hot right now check out the striper candy swim baits and the mouthy minnow jigs in the best fish catching colors salmon will have a hard time ignoring the ZZ Brock action plug and steelhead will be driven wild with the new local. Go 40s, all refined with better action, top-producing colors, and a finish that will last season after season. Check out fishkevinbrock.com. Fish catching products, plugs, lures spinners jig heads flashers beads egg cures and more see the entire line january 19th to the 22nd at the ise since
10: 1952 scotty
7: has been recognized for
10: product excellence and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability with full size and compact models available for both freshwater and salt water scotty has downrigger for every on the water need scotty downriggers isn't it time you join the scotty team
7: For voters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. Lorance is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three in one sonar combines Loran's chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features. At- competitive pricing, clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance.
11: Lorance has it all.
7: Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lorance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you.
2: Now. now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report.
14: Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, Seth, Kent, Allen, and Mr. Gabbard in the studio. That's I know, fantastic. <laughs> I We've know.
1: got them all in here except for you, Michael. Okay, hey, well, Mike. Did you get any rain over at your house in the last couple of weeks?
14: Yeah, it's been dumping all, dumping all night here. And uh, I just, you know, I, I looked at my rain gauge, turned on the back p- patio light, and and I normally go out and check it first thing in the morning, and it's just coming in sideways. And there's a skunk running across the back deck. It's like well, I guess I'm not taking the dogs out for a little while.
1: No, no, not unless you want to spend a little
14: while with uh, some peroxide I, I have a and question. baking soda. Is Gavert is Gavert wearing sandals? Gravert,
1: Gravert wearing sandals? No, he's wearing rubber slip-on
4: boots.
2: Well,
4: <laughs> I even wear the. I need I, to get a pair hey, like that. Hey, I even wear long breeches now, Michael. I wear long britches because you can't run around with shorts and flip-flops in Tennessee right now.
1: (laughs) No, they call him all kinds of names and stuff back there when he wears shorts. I I leave the
4: flip-flops for uh, Tim Allen. I mean, uh, Matt Allen. He still runs around flip-flops. Good
1: idea. Michael, is there anything going on with water in our coastal rivers? Are we starting to see any steelhead from the Smith and every place else?
14: Well, let's start with today's number out on the coast. You know, before I I come on – the radio every week with you. I check the marine weather up and down the entire coast. And today's number set is 41. Ah, uh, so I'm staying you home. I want to be out there. That's probably the highest number for this entire year. So we're seeing 27 knots of wind over a 14 foot swell at Bodega Bay. Great day to come out to Bodega Head and look at the waves crash over the rocks. Do a little crabbing in your
1: 14 footer out there. Yeah.
14: Uh, Go get some clam chowder. Don't go crabbing. Um, Wait about another uh, week. It looks like the weather's going to calm down midweek. And the uh, the Smith River is not completely blown, blown, but it is very high. But I'll give you a little secret. The the Smith is always the first river that comes back in on the north coast. And what you're looking for, for that river to be coming just into prime is twelve feet and dropping. So when the upper gauge at Jedediah Smith State Park is at thirteen feet, twelve and a half feet, and it's dropping, and the forecast is calling for for a drop, it'll drop in about three days down to about ten feet. And those three days are the days that you want to be on the on the river, and you want to go with a local guide who's out there all the time. And the reason for that stuff is these fish push into certain areas at certain heights. These guys know exactly before they even launch exactly according to the height of the river what spots they're going to be concentrating on before they even leave and they'll have a whole game plan in the back of their head just from their experience of being on the river but also being on the river every day really counts graver really knows that well how important it is that you know it just it just pays off when you're on the water every single day so we're finally getting some river uh, some water back in, into our river so Look for the Smith, the Checo. I didn't even. I don't think I even steelhead fished more than two days last year, Seth. so. But the drought finally broke, and I get to get some row out. And uh, looking forward to you know tromping around and being back out on the uh, the, the water. And uh, you know it's it's going to be a be a wet one, but it's going to be drying out here rapidly. Uh, all this rain's going to be behind us by by Monday. Next week looks dry, and uh, by the tail end of the week, opportunities are going to start opening up.
1: Well, you're right there because, uh, I, I talked with Rick powers and others and uh, James Smith and they're all going, boy, the weather looks bad for a couple of weeks. And that was a week or two ago. And they just said, it doesn't look like there's going to be much getting out, but what's going to happen after all of these storms start to clear and we start get this clearing, we got the commercial guys out there crabbing right now. It's still open and available for sport fishing. What are they likely to run into?
14: Well, sport fishing is going to be good for a, for a few more weeks. The, uh, Commercial crabbers were only able because there were still some whales around. They were only able to put half their their gear out, so we don't have the unprecedented um, pressure being on them. And this past week of, of weather has kept them from from even pulling gear. For the you know the majority of boats aren't even making it out in this weather. They just can't. It's just too much even for the largest boats to be out there safely. But as weather as the weather calms, they'll be out there'll be plenty of opportunity for sport days we, there's a lot of crab on the coast and there'll be plenty of opportunity going in through the, through the spring months for the uh, private boaters to get out there. If you're going to Bodega Bay, the outer Bay will be a fantastic area right now. I would recommend being out in deeper water just because of the big swell that we've had that the crabs tend to get off of the, uh, the uh, beach In a extended calm period, they'll, work their way uh, back in so there's plenty of opportunities for going crabbing unfortunately we won't be doing any fishing until may 15th when the uh, deeper waters will open up along the coast they get uh, we get to fish outside of 300 feet and we're gonna put a positive spin on that you know we haven't fished a lot of these uh waters for close to 20 years so we're gonna be uh hitting some some brand new spots and uh Boy, one person I would love to uh, to be with who has a ton of those deep water spots Rick would Bowers. be Ricky Powers. Absolutely.
1: No question about it. He's got more waypoints than uh, Garmin does. That's a certain. Mike, thanks yeah. for hooking up with us. Thanks for sharing and getting our listeners informed. I hope to see you at the International Sportsman's Expo. And with that, let's give away two tickets to caller number four right now, 800-920-1140, or locally 916-339-1140. You're getting two tickets to the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th to 22nd. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend. See you next weekend. You got it, my friend. Take care. He'll be at the show, too, and I hope you guys are all lucky winners. We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from this, it's the second hour, and John Kirk, the director of communications with the international sportsman's expo joins us live from the denver international sportsman's expo it's saturday morning there
8: it's not over yet stick around for more fishing hunting and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning california sportsman with Zep hendrickson coming up next
12: Fisherman's Warehouse and Lorance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
0: check them out on the web at quailpoint.com now here's owner david martin
8: good morning sportsman quail point opens for our 29th season saturday october 22nd bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season however if you purchase your bird card prior to august 1st you'll get 10 percent early bird bonus added to whatever you buy so if you buy 20 pheasants you'll get 22 if you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on you don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting sporting glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com.
12: If you spend more time telling the one-that-got-away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at fishermanswarehouse.com.
0: salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588.
8: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, we're back, and the phones are still ringing for those tickets. We've already got our winner. You can quit calling now. That's Russ Graves calling over and over and over again.
3: (laughs) No, Russ, you're
1: 44th this time around. (laughs) Well, you know, every time we bring up the tickets, this whole screen lights up over here, and it's kind of a scary time because we hope we can get our next guest on or sort him through all the hundreds of phone calls that are coming in here, and we've got him, our next guest. The director of communications for the International Sportsman's Expo, which is taking place in Denver, Colorado. Opened up Thursday there. It is Saturday of the Denver show back there right now. And it's gotta be crazy at this time of morning, getting everything ready to go. We're talking to the man himself, Mr. John Kirk. Good morning, John.
15: Hey good morning, guys.
1: How crazy is it?
15: Uh yeah. First first show of the year, uh first two days. <laughs> first two days went well it's uh you know I, I don't know the the right analogy, but it's like you know you prepare and you prepare and then you actually do something and you then find out all the things that you didn't do as they come rushing at you from every direction at multiple speeds with uh you know different uh weights and
1: uh that's why I gave you that's why I gave you that option about taking Saturday today off if you needed to so it'll be great practice for next week. Yeah, John's going yeah, through all this. You know exactly what's going to happen next week now when you get to Sacramento. All those same things will go sour on you. Except more because the show's bigger. Well, we're looking forward to it. It's all Everybody's talking about it. And everybody's calling looking for tickets nowadays, too, so we know what's going on. But, John, it looks to me like you got the weather in your favor. I don't know who you've been talking to. <laughs> but starting Wednesday, Tuesday, I think there's some sun, 5% chance of rain on Wednesday. And then it's like 2%, 3 4% all through the weekend with sun shining and drying up, it looks like. So the timing is perfect for Sacramento. Nobody's going to mow a lawn. They'll all be at the show.
15: Well, that's what we've been preparing for. That's what we want. That's what we need. Uh, as you guys know, I mean, the industry needs a gathering place. Um and we like to provide it. It's it's an honor. Uh, and we work hard to make the show as best we can. We're still coming back from COVID and, and will be for years and may never get back to where we were. But we're trying hard. And with the help of, uh, you know, all of our exhibitors and you guys, I, I still, you know, it's a great show. No matter what, it's going to be a great show. It just people shouldn't think of, oh, geez, 10 years ago. Well, you know, that was 10 years ago. Hey,
1: COVID set everybody back a couple of steps. There's no way around that. It's just the way it is. But uh, fast recovery is the best solution to that. And it looks like you guys are making every effort to do exactly that. A lot of interest, you know. Interest rates are up a little bit, but they're still reasonable. I was talking about They've boats. Gone down
3: a little bit. Just
1: they're it's still bit, reasonable, but, but the best part about it is we've got water. So yeah. the water coming back is
3: going to fuel prices are down. Right? Water, you know, obviously we have a lot of water in the state, which is great, and and it's uh, it's making people think about boats. And there's going to be some great show specials and and new product out there. And and obviously, you know, there's new electronics. There's new trolling motors. There's new Uh, You know, everything out there, whether you're looking for fiberglass. We can't overlook
1: destinations all over the world, places you can just dream about or actually go to. And I remember one of the first shows I ever went to, Marilyn and I broke. You know, we got nothing back in those days. God, I'd love to be able to go to Alaska. That would be so cool. I must have seen 10 or 20 different slide presentations telling you how many Mm -hmm. years ago that was. All about the fisheries and all about the places to go. And it was so beautiful. And I'm going, I got to do this. I I picked up brochures. I laid them in the floor. I couldn't afford any of it. But by God, I've gone six or seven times now, and I'm enjoying it. And I got to thank the International Sportsman's Expo for opening the doors for me. And I know there's a lot of people out there that owe the same thanks to the ISE because – You bring them there, we open up the presents, and we just go for it. It's a great place to spend time and talk to people. Well, you
3: know, Sip, for a long time I was doing Good thing we got John on here. I was doing five ISE shows a year, you know. I was traveling the entire circuit. Uh, Now I do one, and it's cool because it's right here at home. And and, and I think that's one of the things for us that makes ISE special.
1: Seattle, Portland, Denver, Denver, Salt Lake City, Sacramento, and let's not forget... Eugene, the, the old, legendary Eugene, Oregon, Eugene Oregon in the old days.
3: That, <laughs> did you leave out Pomona? Yeah, oh, I, did. Oh, I forgot yeah. Pomona there, too. It, it, yeah, and uh, we did San Mateo. John, you,
1: wait till you can have one show like we do. You're going you to love it. You'll love it, yeah. Well, John, how about an overview of everything going on at the show? Kind of the, the peak stuff you've got going, like the youth outdoor sports fair, the kayak theater, all of those things.
15: Yeah, I think people can look forward to um, an unrivaled and once a year gathering of things to buy, uh, things, uh, like you say, destinations to research, uh, seminars uh, all over the place, every hour on virtually every outdoor topic that they would like. Again, from fishing, whether for trout or for bass or striper, hunting, whatever your animal, uh, kayaking and um, fly tying, uh, off road test track by Kawasaki Saki is back, which is cool. That's always very popular, uh, and the youth fair, of course. Um, although I'm I'm told that the building where we were going to have it has been damaged beyond repair in time, so we're going to have to actually move into Building C. I've been told, uh, so it's gonna, we're talk about scrambling, moving 20,000 square <laughs> feet plus of of people, it, you know, literally in in less than a week. So it's going to be a little hairy, but um, you know, again, it, it's you can come out and just have a day and have beer and have tacos or whatever and enjoy yourself, and and lots of people do that, and it's nice that they have a gathering place to do that. But you can do all the rest too, from buying to to learning to trying, and uh, again, there's really nothing like that anywhere, and and that's why the shows lasted so long, and that's why it's such a joy to put together because it it's a little bit of everything. Well, we actually, do. a lot of everything.
3: We've got a great lineup of speakers of both of our theaters, except the Aquarium Demo Tank, California Sportsman Theater, um, just a long list of great speakers. And we snatched and, all the good ones. We really did, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and all those schedules are up at SportsExpos.com, so you can kind of see when your favorite guy is going to be there, who you want to catch. Uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And And I'm so excited that uh, we're bringing, Mark's bringing, Gone Fishing Marine is bringing the uh, 55th anniversary Z521R Ranger in. And uh, it's a showstopper. It's well, going to be if you kind think that's fun.
1: important, wait till they see my uh, boat that I'll be bringing to well, the show.
3: You know, I just uh, Mark Blanton's going to sell my boat. Your boat's going to be cute. I'll just I, tell you that.
1: I have an absolutely gorgeous twenty-one foot Fisherman by Lund. It's a 2075 20 feet ten inches. It is gorgeous. It is perfect. It runs like a top all the electronics that he's put on there and it will be on display at the show and it is for sale at the show
3: cuz he's got another one for me hiding someplace hiding somewhere under a white cover but yeah it's going to be uh going to be fun great boats great yeah. you know stop by see you've the got new Toyotas great retailers are going to be
1: there you've got uh, Fishermans Warehouse Mega Stores and who's the other one you got in the other building going to be selling some Turners. guns <laughs> Turners
3: Hey l- let's not forget we got to mention you can pick up discount coupons at O'Reilly Auto Parts Big old tire stores, you can go to a Northern California Toyota dealer, test drive a Toyota, pick up a couple of passes.
1: Or you can you give can, blood in you case can you Now
3: that's all done, Seth. You can't <laughs> give blood anymore. Uh and and you as well, you can go to sportsexpos.com. There's discount coupons available there through the links that you can do uh to come to the show and save a little bit of money.
1: John, I know you're a busy man. I know you've got a lot to do today. Any last comments for our listeners? Like maybe an invite?
15: Uh well yeah, i going to say. Please uh, check us out online. Come to sportsexpos.com. Look over what you're going to see, what you can do, what you can buy, what you can try. And uh, we really look forward to seeing you next year at the greatest gathering of the outdoors in California next, next all week, year.
3: Next week. Not
1: next, next year, week. John.
3: Next week. It has oh, finally little, got year. close. A little
1: pressure back there in Denver this morning on Saturday bit. morning opener. A little bit john thanks for hooking up with us we appreciate you taking time away to join us here on the show and we look forward to your presence here thursday we will see you at the show we'll have
15: we'll be the ones with bells on step and kent love you guys thank you so much for all you do
1: all right have a great show in denver and get your butt out here to sack we need you here soon (laughs) all right man all right take care great time folks it's just sitting out there waiting for you right now you can uh Get out there and have a great time. Pair of tickets right now. Going to the third caller that calls in, 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. Third caller's going to get a pair of tickets to the ISE2. Kent, you got a
3: lucky winner over there, and it ain't me. Well, it's not. But, you know, the really cool part is is it's uh, it's one of the new winners for 2023. Winner number two, SEP, and uh, 23 is already starting out. as a great year for Second Amendment. Gun Owners of California, uh, they're expecting some great news on uh, a lot of different bands and, and things that are going on. And uh, you got to make sure that you're uh, staying up to date by going to their webpage, uh, gunownersca.com, and uh, be up to date on everything they're doing. Winner number two. Of the 2023 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle, ticket 502, Luke Weinrich of Willows, California. Luke, uh, you've got a Henry Classic lever action uh, rifle, probably in 22, I would imagine, but not sure. Uh, But they will give you a call, and they're going to be sending you on to the Shooters Pro Shop in Roseville or Guns Fishing and other stuff in Vacaville to do all the proper paperwork. Uh, There's less than 150 tickets left, and you've only missed two weeks. So give them a call and get your tickets. Uh, You might be a winner when we announce uh, the winner this week. Yeah, it's push a, your button, Seb. Yeah. It makes a microphone. The, mic the one that says "microphone" on it. I
1: talked to Sam
3: uh, earlier in the week. He's got about a hundred and
1: twenty tickets left over, I think, right now. Uh, Mister Smalley bought a pile. Nice. I, I bought a few more
3: just to contribute and to support one of our sponsors and to win more guns and i
1: hope you will too folks
3: hey i've got next week's winner here sam must be on vacation that's right and just i just want to give a little prelim it ain't ain't you either (laughs) i already looked well that's
1: three down only 49 more chances yeah and that's the cool thing about it 52 chances to win a gun all year long yeah if you are interested in participating that's like less than a buck a week you might want to consider that. Pretty good deal. I'm averaging about one and a half a year. I'm on, I'm on it and having a good time with it. Hey, Kent, it's about time for the gun owners of California. But no, I just did that, Seth,
3: but we need to take a break.
1: Why? I don't want to. I know. But we should. Let's take a break. Go ahead, Chris. Take us
12: away. Take me away. for it. Yeah, Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707 655 6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? California's
1: largest sportsman's expo is back. January 19th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at
2: sportsexpos.com. is pay attention and then go fishing.
1: And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, Mr. Steve Carson, our own Senior Tuna. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Seth. Tell me about it. What's going on down in your world that you're going to be escaping from heading up to our world?
10: Well, I think I'm going to be going from one thing into the same thing, and uh, although... Checking the, the weather forecast, looks like it's going to clear up and be halfway decent for the ISC show in Sacramento. And uh, uh, even more exciting for me is when I make that drive, it looks like it will mostly not be raining the entire way, which is what I was afraid of.
1: I think you've got a great break coming your way, my friend. I just talked to John Kirk about that. We've got decent, if not perfect, weather compared to what we've been experiencing here for the show. Should be a great time, great weather.
10: Well, for the San Diego fleet, uh, all the weather, and, yeah, we do get it down here, it does happen occasionally, um, has meant mostly that the the local boats have been tied to the dock. I mean, it's just been a safety issue. The the fish are out there, and a wise man once told me, Seth, fish love water. Um, So they're they're out there. Uh, The long boats, the long-range boats, that typically run trips from 10 to 17 days at this time of year. Uh, There aren't as many of them as there used to be because the local fishing's been so good, but they do still run them, and they're going way down, obviously way below where the weather has been. And guess what? They're catching lots of fish. It's as good as it ever was. They're getting lots and lots of, not a lot of 300-pound tuna, but a lot of 90 to 180-pound tuna, a lot of them. And in particular the wahoo fishing, and think about that, Sep, think about a fish that has that name, okay? (laughs) Some fish are, you know, known for their tastiness, some fish are known for their speed, wahoo are known for both because their name on restaurant menus is the Hawaiian word ono, which means good or delicious. So think about a fish that has those kind of names. Anyway, they've been biting good too, so if you've got if you got the time to jump on a longer trip, uh, you should do so. What you really should do, come to the ISE show. Uh, you can either go to my seminar or come visit me at the pen booth and talk about what your uh, 2023 trip should look like, where you want to go, what you want to catch. And the truth is, it's not too early to start thinking about 2024 because when the fishing's this good, guess what happens? The boats get.
1: Yeah, they book fast, too. And what's going to happen is they're going to be so jazzed after they hear your seminar, they're going to want to get something booked, and it might be too late already because so many people rebook as they're getting off of boats nowadays.
10: If you want to you know, go on a local trip on a Saturday or a weekend or a holiday, it's already way too late. And, you know, any of the other well-known prime dates, they're already gone. However, you know, you're fortunate in that the fishing has been so good that, that, and and I don't just mean last year. I mean what happened was we had some fundamental change in the migration pattern of the Pacific bluefin tuna. Uh, You know, you can argue over why. Global warming, magnetic pole shift, who the heck knows. Nonetheless, we've had phenomenal, phenomenal fishing since 2016, looking to continue so, um, you know, just about any date you can get out on the water, you should be able to have some success. So uh, the key is going to be getting off the couch and going.
1: Absolutely. Well, Steve's going to be doing seminars on two days there at the show in the California Sportsman's Theater. Saturday at 1 o'clock, he's got prime time, and then Sunday he's on at 2 o'clock. And I've got to tell you, folks, with the interest of everything happening In Northern California, with this warm water fingers that we've got extending further and further and coming closer to shore every year, it seems that this is going to become maybe a part-time fishery now. Guys are really starting to shift. Party boat action is going to shift. They're going to be targeting some of these uh, exotics, if you will, that are coming up from down south. So attending one of Steve's seminars is probably a real great balance for you to start figuring out how you can play into it if you're just a NorCal guy and don't want to go down and do the SoCal stuff. You have that opportunity, but that's why the ISE's got these seminars, and that's why they've got professionals like Steve Carson there sharing information with you. Steve, I want to thank you for everything you've done for us, and I really look forward to seeing you at the show this year. It's going to be fun. Steve's going to be doing a lot of the introductions down at the California Sportsman's Theater for us. He's going to be introducing all the great speakers when I'm not around at the shows, and, uh, Steve, I really appreciate you filling in and doing that. And I know that you're going to have life jackets to give away. Every time you introduce somebody, there'll be a life jacket to give away to someone in the seminars. Thanks to our great friends at the Department of Boating and Waterways, wanting everybody to wear their life jackets when they're on the water. Tuna, thanks for hooking up with us. We will see you this week at the show, my friend. Thanks, Hep. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and so are we, my friend. Thank you much. We really appreciate it. You know, our next guest sent me a text uh, just a couple of days ago about a big bust that went down. He's the Chief of Law Enforcement for the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Mr. David Best joins us right now. Good morning, Chief. Well, good morning, Seth. How you doing? I am doing well. It looks like uh, some electric bike guys aren't so happy anymore, and there's a lot of smiles at the Department of Fish and Wildlife for a great job done.
16: Yeah, um, really excellent case. Our wildlife officers down in Southern California uh, last month arrested seven guys down in Ventura County during a poaching investigation where these guys are suspected of poaching dozens of deer and bear over the last few years. And just in the last year season in in 21, uh, we think these seven guys killed about 30 deer between the seven of them. So uh, we did a pretty lengthy investigation, um, got search warrants, arrest warrants, and arrested these guys. Uh, Ventura County DA, really good DA down there, uh, really strong stance on fish and wildlife crime. Um, Charged them uh, with 21 different charges from uh, forgery to conspiracy, receiving stolen property, animal cruelty, and they had possession of untagged bear. So really good case. And the the way that they were able to do this was they had connected with an unlawful ALDS vendor. And as your, most of your listeners will know, that's the acronym for the Automated License Data System, where you purchase your licenses and tags. And they had gotten a guy between 2019 and June and October 21 to essentially falsify and reprint a bunch of tags for them. So they had multiple tags for deer and bear, which allowed them to be out in the field, kill more than they were legally allowed to, and then they'd have tags. So when a warden would contact them in the field, everything looked legit. The way the warden got on it was a pretty sharp investigation. They went through and figured out this particular vendor was reprinting and reissuing more tags than any other vendor in the state. Um, So that opened an investigation. Um, these guys had already been, we were already aware of this e-bike crew from Oxnard is what they called themselves. Uh, we'd contacted them multiple times in the field. And over the course of that time, they had multiple, um, minor violations that we found, but then we figured out this reprint case and, um, actually started doing a pretty significant investigation on them. Um, and then when we finally did the search warrants, wardens recovered, uh, just dozens of trophy cl- class antlers, animal skulls. Had um, a mountain lion, which, as you all know, or that's not legal in the state of California. Um, so, just a really good, a really good case. Um, arrested, all went uh, to their um, prelims, um, and they all got released, but they all got ankle monitors put on them. So, we're they're being monitored by the. By the criminal justice system. There must so, have been a
1: huge aha awakening during this investigation when somebody started looking at these documents and went, hey, wait a minute. There had to be just like, we have got something here a lot bigger than just a poacher, a simple poach.
16: Yeah, absolutely. You know, a really large group of guys conspiring together, working with this ALDS vendor to be able to pull this off. And, you know, it's pretty rare. Um, We've got a, tons of ALDS vendors across the, the state, as you know, um, and this is extremely rare for somebody, one of our vendors, to be, you know, engaged with people actively, you know, helping them commit a conspiracy to poach.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Big-time felony, I would hope.
16: Yep. We're hoping so.
1: <laughs> what was their but intent? Like said, what were they doing with all this meat that they were ending up with?
16: I think a lot of this stuff, they're just trophy hunters. You know, so they're trying to shoot, get out and shoot bucks, but they still possess you know, large bucks. But they, you know, they still possessed a lot of this stuff um, at the places where we affected the search warrants. So I think they just like to get out and shoot stuff as a group of guys together.
1: Well, there's also a thing out there called a paper target you can go out and shoot at so you don't have to just be snuffing animals for your own ego trips out there getting a big set of antlers. I don't know. Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. I'm just deaf on that. I, I killed a 16-pound brown trout one day and thought, boy, this is the biggest brown trout I ever had in my life. And before I walked around the campground showing it to everybody else, I felt like a real dork killing a big, healthy fish like that that could sustain a lake. And that's exactly what happens when they take a big deer. They take the great genetics out of the mix out there, and we don't end up with the full potential of what we could have out there.
16: That's absolutely right. We well, understand it.
1: That's being absolutely a, correct. Being a game warden is a whole lot more than just checking fishing licenses and hunting licenses. There's full blown investigations. You've got major hands full with all the marijuana situations going on. How's that stacking up nowadays?
16: Um, we're on it. <laughs> We've got that has become such a significant part of our workload that we actually have inside the law enforcement division now. We have a marijuana enforcement program where we've got about 70 game wardens that work on nothing but um, illegal marijuana cultivation in the state of California because it's going on across the landscape of the state.
1: Yeah, and the damage that is done by the illegal ones, and I guess some of the legal ones in the old days, is just I don't think people understand dewatering a stream, what it can do.
16: Well, the dewatering... Almost always, with a lot of these illicit operations, we find you know significant poaching as part of it, where people are poaching animals because they're just living out chemicals, um, fertilizers,
1: animals. all kinds of fertilizers. Yeah, illegal,
16: illegal pesticides that aren't even legal to be possessed in the United States are brought in. So it's pretty significant damage relative to the environment from the dewatering, all the pollution that goes into the environment, um, and you know some of this stuff we've actually seen. Where they'll, you know, they'll put some of this stuff out, and it'll actually kill wildlife as it starts to enter into where their grows are, because they just don't want the wildlife coming into their grows.
1: Yeah, I've seen videos on YouTube where the people have found deer that are dead, just laying there, because they were in eating on the plants, I guess, and uh, they just shoot them, drop them, and eliminate the problem. It's uh, a lot more involved, and there's a lot of process involved, and many steps. When they have to check out all these things, pesticides, chemicals, fertilizers, all going into water systems, the damage that can happen, it's got to be a tough job, and it's not an easy one in today's times, I'm certain.
16: No, it's not, but it's, it's important work, and it's pretty significant. We work with a lot of other state agencies across the landscape of the state trying to get people who are illegal into the legal framework, if they want to do that, which is our preference, and if we got people who, you know, are coming in just to, you know, we've got an organized crime that's involved in it, and our, you know, our job is just to get those people completely out of business.
1: Yeah, or into a gray bar hotel, one or the other. There you go. Well, I also uh, we talked earlier about this, and I talked with some of the guys on the air already about this, but the crab uh, regulations have changed out there now. You can either use uh, the regular traps that are normal if you're a sport fisherman, or you can continue to use the hoops. Either way, your officers and everybody know that, and we just want to make sure that the public's aware of it too.
16: Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. That's absolutely correct. Officers are well aware of that. And, you know, we're hoping people can get out and uh, get some crab with those two methods of take. Yeah, they will. and
1: It's been a banner year for folks out there, and I'm sure with the – Only 50% traps by the commercial guys in the water right now. There's still an extended opportunity for the sport fishermen out there. We've been talking with Captain David Best, Chief David Best, of the Law Enforcement Division of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. He's the top dog when it comes to game wardens out there, and you guys all know the way I feel about game wardens. They are struggling with one of the hardest battles out there, and I am so proud of your entire team out there working in the field, and I love it when I see them out there taking care of business, and taking care of poachers and everything else along the way. Just their presence out there is a wonderful deterrent, and we appreciate everything the wardens and the entire team does.
16: Well, thanks, Sepp. I appreciate that. A lot of good men and women across the landscape of the state out there doing the work. And, you got some and we're going to have you know, a bunch of folks out at ISE, too. Yeah, you've got a new uh, game warden training class is starting up, don't you? We just started this last Monday, uh, so they just finished their first week. Uh, had We've got 50 warden cadets in that class, so uh, they'll run through about eight months of training in our academy and graduate in August and then go on to field training in the hopes that, you know, we'll have 50 game wardens that we put out onto the landscape across the state in January 24. So, And we're trying to hire, we're, we're hiring all the time. Hiring yep. as many game wards as I can get in right now.
1: Well, folks, stop by and talk with them at the California, at California Department of Fish and Wildlife booth at the International Sportsman's Expo. They'll be there, and you can get a lot of questions answered at the same time. Chief, thanks so much for hooking up with us. We always appreciate it. Chief David Bess with the California Department of Fish and Wildlife Law Enforcement Division. Take care, my friend, and we will see you at the show. Thanks, Sip. Thank Take you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's about time for Get a Clue, isn't it?
13: Get yeah. a
0: clue. Oh. you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue.
12: Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, another reminder. We've been talking about it for a few weeks now, and it's nearly here. The Sacramento International Sportsman's Expo starts next week at Cal Expo. It's an event you'll definitely want to participate in. You can get answers to about everything outdoors related. The experts will be available and willing to talk. They'll talk about boating and fishing and hunting and destinations and new products and more. The seminars and hands-on demos are done by pros who understand what you're looking for. Plus, they're approachable and happy to answer questions. Don't miss it. Bring a friend or the whole family. The kids will love it. The show opens on Thursday, January 19th and runs through Sunday, January 22nd. There's more info on sportsexpos.com. Get a clue. Take care of yourself, stay safe and well, and we'll see you at the show.
0: You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville.
7: Get yeah. a clue. FishKevinBrock.com has an entire line of fish catching products from stripers salmon steelhead bass trout and more and you'll see them first at the isc show in january it's a huge display with the full line of products direct sell at special show prices for stripers which are hot right now check out the striper candy swim baits and the mouthy minnow jigs in the best fish catching colors salmon will have a hard time ignoring the zz brock action plug and steelhead will be driven wild with the new local Go 40s. All refined with better action, top producing colors, and a finish that will last season after season. Check out fishkevinbrock.com. Fish catching products, plugs, lures spinners jig heads flashers beads egg cures and more see the entire line january 19th to the 22nd at the ise founded in 1958 diawa is considered
12: to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world and fishermen's warehouse mega stores stock the entire line of diawa products that's why seasoned anglers select diawa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters the Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers, and the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield.
0: Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and Ultimate. Back- radio.com and all shows are archived there too so now you can listen to live or archived shows on the internet or download them to your ipod or mp3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high definition digital sound california sportsman saturday mornings from six to eight now there's no reason to miss
7: a single show Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan.
1: Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning. Are you having fun today, getting ready for the International Sportsman's Expo? And i why aren't you out duck hunting is a better question.
17: Well, I was invited to go duck hunting, and I had to turn them down because I have an NRA dinner tonight, so will probably go on until midnight. And i got to pack tomorrow to leave to go to Vegas.
1: <laughs> well, what's down in Vegas? Some SHOT Show, no shot doubt. SHOT Show.
17: Yep. SHOT Show's happening.
1: Well, to give them a real quick idea what the SHOT Show's all about. Hey, we just lost his call. Well, I the can... SHOT
3: Show, Sip, is, uh, you know, we always talk about the ICAST show being the big fishing tackle show every year in Florida. Well, the ICAST show or the SHOT Show happens in Vegas every January, and it is the entire shooting sports industry is there. Yeah, if you'd like to know what it's
1: really like, you can go to YouTube and look yes. at last year's SHOT yeah. Show, maybe even some of them this year's but it is mind-boggling the amount of stuff that all comes the gun out. companies
3: the ammo companies, the optic companies, all the accessories, all you know a lot of clothing, a lot of everything that goes on and like you know he'll go down and a lot of the store folks will go down and, uh, and they'll buy their product and see new product uh, for, uh, for the upcoming year. So you know shot shows a big deal and and uh, YouTube and, and Facebook and those places you will be seeing a whole lot of uh, We'll, we'll see a whole lot of uh, you know, videos come up from SHOT Show on new product. and uh, A lot of our friends will, will definitely be at SHOT Show.
1: Well, we filled in on what the definition of the SHOT Show is all about, Travis. That's already covered, but I'm sure you're going to have a good time down there seeing all the new products and everything that are coming out.
17: Well, the problem is most of the new products and new guns are not California legal.
1: Well, that's going to be changing, though, down the line with everything. I hope so. Everything seems to be lining up. The stars are lining up, and someday our state government's going to have to say, well, I guess we're going to have to comply with the Supreme Court.
17: Yeah, you know, that old pesky Constitution gets in the way all the time. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs>
1: Well, Travis, there's a lot more going on out there. Duck season's winding down. Usually it's the best time for duck hunting. And as I drove over the causeway going home last week, I saw so many ducks and geese flights and everything. It was amazing out there.
17: That's right. You know, this is the last couple weeks of duck season. Duck season ends on the 31st. Goose season ends on the 29th uh, for the regular season. And then we get into all the nice little late seasons. We got uh, late season white front runs from the 18th of February to the 22nd late season honker the 18th and 19th and we got the youth hunt which I encourage everybody to get a youth out and take them hunting I don't care if he's yours or not if you got permission from your parents take him out hunting and that weekend is the uh, fourth and fifth of February then the veterans hunt is the 11th and 12th and then that winds down the year for us
1: well, it's a, a big season this year, all coming to an end at the same time. Everybody's getting out there once this weather and everything hit, and that's why it's such a uh, kind of a anticlimactic season. Everybody's no water, no water, no water, and bam, it's water. Everybody's out there doing everything they can except Kent Brown.
17: Yeah, I'm with so Kent. We'll we have
3: water. I'm selling that. boats.
1: Kent's got a real job now. He <laughs> sells water. boats. Well, it's it's going to be a great end to the season. There's no doubt about it. There's so many birds flying down here at the causeway last weekend, Kent. That I I couldn't believe it. They just kept coming. Well, there coming is and, and, and,
3: and long flights of geese and separ ducks. Have uh, you know they had a, a, a first part of the season. They had no water. And now the state's flooded, and it has really spread the birds out. We got birds yeah. in
1: our backyard. We got geese in our backyard. Yeah. We got ducks landing down the street. It's everything. Yeah, it's and
3: and you know we're we're t- when we start getting towards the end of the season, those birds start feeding on more green uh, grass and that type of stuff. They're getting they're actually getting ready to make the trek back. In uh, there, these you know, Canadians, i they ain't going anywhere. No, nah, they're just going to the local golf course. They don't really count, they don't migrate anymore. But uh, now
1: these Canadians are they come down, they never leave. They
3: never leave, Maryland. Um, yeah, uh, Maryland. Yeah, but that's. Well, uh, would you go back to sub-zero temperature? No, no. heck <laughs> no, heck no. So uh not at our age <laughs> no and it's just it's cool that with the amount of water it has spread the the birds out and it's exactly what the birds needed because we had bird we had the avian flu the and need- a lot of stuff going on uh, up here and it spread the birds out and obviously when the causeway and the bypasses flood man those ducks pile it out there they and
1: they are doing that they're all over the place that uh Vicky uh Bimbo had that club out there between yes. Davis and the causeway I guarantee you that sucker's loaded. With I bet those. it's pretty good, yeah. Uh, I, yep. If you can get to it. <laughs> well, Travis, you got everything they need for the light, late season duck hunting? You got plenty of loads?
17: I got plenty of loads for late season duck hunting, and also you got a bunch of gear to go pick up your decoys and have fun doing that.
1: You oh, yeah. Need
17: new bags, new sled. We got it all down at the store. Yeah,
1: and you probably don't have somebody to wash their quads for them after they get off the field either.
17: No, we don't
1: do that one. Yeah, there's no point washing them. It's just going to get dirty next season anyway.
17: That's right. I can't even get my grandkids to wash mine.
1: Travis Morgan with Guns Fishing and other stuff. Two stores, one in Vacaville and one in Dublin. Make sure you stop by to get everything you need for the great outdoors. Travis, I will see you at the ISE, I am sure. Yep, I'll be there
17: Sunday when I get back from SHOT Show, and you guys be safe, and
1: Have a nice float home. I should assume I should have some tickets waiting for you, too, right? Yeah, probably. I'll do (laughs) that. I think I have some. Well, we'll take care of you regardless, my friend. Travis Morgan with Guns Fishing and other stuff. You have a great one, my friend, and thanks for hooking up with us. You guys take care. Have a great weekend. See you at the store. You got it, bud. Take care. Boy, it's a busy week around here with this show coming up. Play that close.
7: Guns Fishing and Other Stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns Fishing and Other Stuff and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com
8: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Kendrickson.
1: Did Did you get out at all for Duck hunting this year, Kent? No, I you, really didn't. Are you going to have an opportunity on one of these Probably after-hums?
3: not with our show season, and uh, I just got oh, volunteered to, to the Boise Boat Show for two days <laughs> in Boise, boy, Idaho, boy. Boy, the oh, boy, week I'm after the ISC show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm headed to Boise, and uh, I'll be back on Sunday so I could go to Clear Lake and give that $100,000 worth of Rangers away on uh, Sunday after that. So, no, my schedule's pretty busy, Sep. I'll be at the San Diego Boat Show. Uh, Follow it up in February. I get to see uh, Cap uh, Steve Carson down there, uh, the Bart Hall show. Then uh, then, Sep I'm going uh, I'm going to Tennessee for the Bassmaster Classic. I'll be back here for the Sacramento Boat Show with uh, Godfish in, in the studio the with me. And uh, and then uh, I get to go to uh, the Long Beach show uh, a little bit later in March. And uh, so yeah, we're having a ball. I'll be thinking of you. I've got this show in Sacramento. I'm going to be doing in. Yeah, for that's it. Yeah.
1: Well, Boy, am I glad I sold those. Service. are lo-
3: Those are long days, Sap. Uh.
1: <laughs> I got a newsflash for you. My my new co-host, Alan Fong, sitting over here. Yeah, yeah right. I don't know yet. Have at yeah. it, Alan. Every, might get Graver to come. Every, yeah. every Saturday when Kent's gone, he'll be coming in, filling in for him. Perfect. Right. That works, that, like, that that works good. That would work out well. Hey, our next guest is a good friend of the show and a guy that's got a whole new line of products coming out that he wants to show you at the International Sportsman's Expo. Let's go live right now to Mr. Kevin Brock of fishkevinbrock.com. Good morning, Kevin. Kevin. Dad. Hey, good morning. Good
11: morning.
1: I knew you were there somewhere. Dad, you're on. Dad, you're on. Uh, fish, dog, I, don't know. I was showing the dog to bring
11: the goose back to my hand. It's running around. We got geese all over it. we got ducks all over it. We had to go out to the blind this morning. I have shows coming up. We got all kinds of product stuff to do, but we had to shoot a few birds this morning. I think we got eight or nine ducks so far, two or three weeks, and uh, we're whacking away at
1: them. Well, stay down out of that wind so I can hear you a little bit better. It sounds like a great hunt going on out there. I won't steal too much of your time, but Kevin, tell them about your new line of products real quick, just kind of an overview of what you're going to be showing at the show this year.
11: Man, I can't wait for ISC. We got striper stuff. Stuff that you haven't seen before, swim baits, trolling pails, uh, all kinds of jigs, brand-new jigs. It'll all be at ISC. Hey, I'm doing a seminar on Thursday and Saturday, too, on stripers in the river. I got salmon stuff, brand-new plugs with rattles people have never seen before. Just hit the market. Blowout prices, I got, oh, I even got some stuff for I got bass stuff. I got sinkos, robos. I got, oh, stop by the booth. It's going to be awesome.
1: Hey, it's pouring rain out here. Uh, Well, that's the plan. That's why you got so many birds moving all over the place. Well, I know you probably want to get your head back down, but Kevin is doing a couple of seminars. He's doing seminars on striper fishing and some king salmon fishing, a little bit of king along the way while he's talking about it. And make sure you get over to his booth and check out the great new products that he's come out with, an entire product line of fixed up, better surfaces, better finishes, better action, Lures, all of it, designed to make you a better fisherman and to catch more fish. I've seen most of the line already, and you can too. Is it up on the website yet? Or are you still getting that up?
11: Oh no, I'm waiting for the show opener. So you come to everyone on the show will see it first. Website will come on Monday, so the guys who get to the show they get the first crack at it.
1: Where are you shooting today? What area are you hunting? Oh, uh,
11: we're right over here at Willows, close to the house, uh, so we can get back. We didn't travel a long ways, but we're in a bit. It's blowing 35. It's raining on us. And we got some birds around us. We're having a good time. I'm with Colin over here. Colin, how old are you now? Fourteen? Fourteen, yeah. Fourteen years old. He's on his first duck hunt with me. He's whacking away at him. Outstanding.
1: So having... Outstanding. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're having a good hunt out there. I'll get out of the blind so you can get back down and take care of business with your clients out there to do today. But make sure you see Kevin Brock and his great line of products either the seminars or in his booth at the Pavilion Building at the International Sportsman starting Thursday, running through Sunday out there. Kevin, thanks a lot. We appreciate you hooking up with us. Now get down and shoot some more with that young man.
11: Awesome. Love you guys. Thanks so much for everything you do. I'll see you at the show.
1: You got it, partner. Take care. Busy place this morning.
3: Well, you know, it's a good storm out there right now, Seth. Well, he could tell the excitement in his voice you know that's the old kid and kevin coming out right there exactly he's
1: matured over the years but he's still a young kid when he's out there yeah he
3: absolutely loves doing it and and you know that's why so many people will show up next week is because they love uh spending time out there western outdoor news will be at the show sep and uh in subscriptions i had Billy egan on my show a tournament director for one bass and Billy will be there in the uh, Western Outdoor News booth selling subscriptions and uh, and spreading the word uh, for those folks. And I, I, Mr. Hurley will likely be there as well. Well, let's find out right now. Joining us now is the editor
1: of Western Outdoor News, Northern California Edition, Mr. Dave Hurley. Good morning, Dave.
18: Good morning, guys. Boy, yeah. it's hard to follow Kevin Brock, boy. He, he can sure put a lot of together in a very short period of time. Uh, just be thankful he left you
3: any time. He's not known for that. Yeah, I had, <laughs> if I had let
1: him just ramble, you would have never got on the show today.
18: I love his enthusiasm.
1: That's one thing that guy has, and he's out there with a 14-year-old kid introducing him to the sport. So I think that's just fantastic. And I can't think think of a better person with a better attitude than Kevin to do that.
18: Oh, no question about that. I just love that. So, guys, we got lots of water.
1: (laughs) It it, it rained at your place, too, apparently.
18: Oh, my goodness. It's uh, still raining. Still raining as we speak now. uh, We got this. This is the 8th or ninth atmospheric river that's come in since the 26th of December, and we've had some spectacular changes at all the reservoirs. Uh, one of the things I think that um, people are going to have to really be careful for is just the amount of debris if you're taking a boat out. First, there's two things you got to be careful. You've got to look at launch ramp conditions, and you also got to look at what's happening with the roads going into the reservoirs. You know, one of the things Eastman Lake down in the Fresno area, the, the road was completely washed out. Road 26 um, last week. I mean, it has a huge gap in middle of the road. So it may be difficult getting into some places. But, um, you know, if you can check that out and you're really careful out there, you're watching for debris, I think you can go and and trying to find clear water. I think you can find a little success. You know, they plowed the ramp at this week, which I thought was very interesting. You know, they got that place going on. So that canyon dam is open. They planted Comanche yesterday. That would be a good place to go fish from the bank. I think Comanche actually mudded up last week. And and that that reservoir generally doesn't get very muddy because Pardee takes the breath of it. But uh, it, it muddied up as well. So there are some opportunities out there. Chabot opened up again this week. But I think you're going to have to hunt around and look for them.
1: Well, I think Barry S is probably coming into play now, too. Uh, the water level is up 18 and a half feet. And it went up one foot just over last night. It's now 33 feet below the glory hole, so it's coming up fast. That's a big body of water to come up seven feet right there. But it's yeah. come it's come up a whole lot, and it's heading for the top, man. And, and,
3: you know, Sepp, one of our lakes has only come up five feet, but it's a big five feet, and Clear, it's Lake. Clear Lake. And it's uh, it, it went from a, a negative two and a half on the Rumsey scale to almost three. It will be three sometime today. Uh, three foot above zero on the rumsey scales, how they measure the water at clear lake it's a it's the only lake that uses that particular scale. But, uh, you know, 7 is a full lake at Clear Lake, seven and a half feet. It so. gets
1: up to 15,
3: I believe. No, no. It, uh, flood stage is 9. The yeah. highest mark ever is 13.
1: What is it when it's over the freezer department in the grocery store across the street? Oh, that's from- at about 9. That's a 9. That's okay. at about 9, <laughs> yeah. You don't need waiters yet, but you probably yeah, should you're getting, put them Yeah, but
3: uh, on. you're getting there. Yeah, 9 starts taking uh, lower-lying homes out.
1: Well, Dave,
3: S yes, is a big
1: recovery right now, and I think it might be in time for some great action after the ISC show and at least that's my f- why my fingers are crossed right now what other opportunities are out there dave that we're
18: overlooking well i think there's uh you know pyramid is going to continue if when you can get up there uh it, they're kicking out some huge haunted cutthroat right now when when on the days that people can fish you know i know jd has done well those fish are all pushing into the shoreline you know after these star- series of storms is over and it does look like we have some relief coming on you know, the guys from the shorelines as well as the boats are going to find continued great action up there. That is a world-class fishery. They've really developed that. Absolutely. But
1: to- it's the weather that's going to keep people out of there. Same thing at Eagle Lake. You know, Eagle Lake is now open, I think it's until the end of February or something like that And right. because they've extended it. And if you can get into Eagle you're going to have some spectacular fishing close to shore there too, because they will be cruising that shallower, warmer water along the edges, looking for minnows and bait fish and the food store. That's what it's all about. And every year people catch big, big Eagle Lake rainbow trout this time of year.
18: And I think Bullers Bar is going to be a really good option for Kokanee. You know, once it clears up a little bit, that lake doesn't get too muddy. You know, they've done well there already. There's actually a, a large kayak bass tournament coming in February. So, we might be able to get some information as to what's going on because there's some huge spotted bass out there that nobody likes to talk about uh, in that lake. Well, the I cat, think cats out of the bag about
1: that one. A lot of people are aware of it now. A lot of people yeah, are going ship get their But uh, there will be other lakes that start coming along too. You know, the Kokanee aren't eating just at one lake; they're eating at a lot of lakes. And if you if you take a look, and I've said this for years, you take a look at every trophy lake in California where there's big fish or Big Macs or whatever, there's kokanee in there too. Nice little bait fish for them to thrive on as they continue to grow. Hey, Dave, uh, yesterday or the day before was the big meeting with the Wildlife Resource Committee, and I know you were tuned into it as editor of Western Outdoor News. What are your thoughts on the sturgeon discussion?
18: Well, I was very pleased that the six-pack captains showed up. Uh, they were not on the agenda. They had to wait the entire day. They learned about everything from bullfrogs to wildlife rehab for probably nine hours before they got their opportunity to speak. But I think that they made an impression for the department because the, the department has been working behind the scenes for a while on sturgeon. This has not been information that's been out into the public. And one of the things that they requested is that they be part of the process to collect data to find out what's going on there because sturgeon are a very difficult species to be able to, to, to know what is there. The nets that they're using to try and track them now are not effective because most of the sturgeon have been in deep water the last couple of years. Really the most effective way is hook and line. And one of the unfortunate things is that they only receive 30% returns on the sturgeon report cards. Anglers do not take responsibility for that. So I thought it was a good start. But I do think that what I'm understanding is that they're going to be coming back at the May um, Wildlife Resources Committee with recommendations from the department. Those recommendations are going to go to the full uh, Fish and Game Commission for a series of three meetings starting in June. And new regulations for sturgeon are going to come out in 2024. So, I mean, those are really important meetings that people who are concerned about sturgeon should be either attending in person or on Zoom the May and the June and the June meetings. And you can get that information just by Googling fish and game commission and uh, see when those exact meetings are. You
1: know, yesterday I got a couple of text messages and emails from people saying, it looks like they want to shut down the sturgeon fishery in California. Did you hear any of that kind of discussion during
18: the, I didn't, I didn't That I heard it very clearly. The the fisheries chief branch, uh, Jay Rowan said, we're not considering catch and release in his opening statements. We're not considering that. However, as you know, Sepp, everything is on the table. So I mean, it is obviously a possibility. I don't. I think that would be the last option. It would. surgeon would have to be an incredibly dire strait before that occurs. But uh, I did hear. Uh, you know, I, I would not rule it out. But I would say that the department is not in favor of that right now.
1: Now, I just sent you a note earlier today. It said that, and I told you the way I felt on this. It says I support more sound management with opportunities for monster sturgeon to be caught, catch and release only on the big fish, just like it is right now, and possibly small adjustments to the slot limit to enhance larger fish size and subsequent spawning of those larger fish, meaning more natural reproduction, hopefully. The other thing I don't understand is why we're not putting some of those fish that they're raising at Davis back into the water, but there will be some discussions on that, I'm sure but i don't think anybody's advocating closing the fishery at all i think it's probably they want to see it managed in a manner that can be even better than it is now offering even better fishing opportunity that's yeah, sir, that's what i that's what i'm hearing from our six pack guys
18: and that's what I, that's that, that was the intent on the article that i wrote a couple of months ago let's get this elephant in the room let's talk about it Let's be able to figure out a solution so we can manage it. And
1: I got ba- to bail, Dave. I'm sorry. Let's
18: go. We're right, right. up against
1: Thanks. the wall. We will continue to talk about it, and I will see you at the International Sportsman's Expo. All right.
18: Thank you. Great. Thank you. Bye. The-
1: Sorry I had to cut him off, but we're up all against the wall, and it's an important subject. We will talk about it much more. You can bet on it. I want to thank Mr. Mike Graver Intimidator Sport Fishing, joining us here in the studio. Alan Fong, Kent Brown, Chris Verlod for coming in. Until next week, live from the ISE, we'll be right here. This We'd is like Sepp, to know Taiwan. what
0: you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman. And Ultimate Bass, productions of SEPS Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.
11: Join,
7: Join us next, next week from 5 to 5 8, 8 a.m. for another for SEPS Saturday, Saturday morning, morning
11: Outdoors. outdoors.